we'd like to welcome you back to part 9 of our study on 19 ways they are trying to kill us, red level alert. This will be for the week in the date of October 23rd, 2011. And the next point is point number 14, the Food and Safety and Modernization Act. If accepted, now this is a quote from a guy named Dr. Shiv Chopra. I need to change my name to Shiv, I think. What do you think? I mean, Shiv? Anyway, um, Shiv Chopra. That's catchy. you got to admit. Uh, he's a Canadian health whistleblower. This is a quote from him. And he says, this regarding this Food Safety and Modernization Act, he said, if accepted. Now, my comment is, is it already has been accepted. Okay, This was spoken before it. It was actually accepted. If accepted, Senate Bill 510, which is the Food Safety and Modernization Act, would preclude the public's right to grow, own, trade, transport, share, feed, and eat each and every food that nature makes. Wow. It would preclude or essentially eliminate the public's right to grow, own, trade, transport, share, feed, and eat each and every food that nature makes. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? Remember that verse that we talked about in the first part of the study? This is framing mischief by a law. Framing evil by a law. He goes on to say it will become the most offensive authority against the cultivation, trade, and consumption of food and agricultural products of one's choice. It will be unconstitutional and contrary to to natural law, or if you like, the will of God. And most likely this guy's unsaved, and he even probably has a much better comprehension of this than most people, you know, unfortunately in the church at this point. But that's why this ministry exists, to try to wake people up. So, as an update to this, our loyal representatives twisted themselves into pretzels to get this bill passed, this Senate Bill 510 that would basically take away I just listed all the things it would take away. Okay. Our, our loyal representatives twisted themselves into pretzels to get this bill passed. The lame duck Congress even worked to the wee hours of the morning so that no one would see what they were doing on the last day they were in office. Many who may have vetoed no had already gone home and went to bed. They got about 6 million letters, calls, and emails from Americans begging them not to pass this dangerous bill. But they just couldn't resist giving us a parting gift because they couldn't resist the parting gifts they got for passing this disgusting bill. In case you haven't picked up on it, every new bill in this Orwellian world we live in has a name the exact opposite of what its underlying purpose is. And again, this was the Food Safety Modernization Act which would basically take away your right to grow, own, trade, transport, share, feed, uh, and eat each and every food that nature makes. I mean, again, can it really be argued at this point? We're not quite done with this teaching, but could it really be argued at this point that that their agenda is is pure evil, death, sickness, control, bleeding you dry, body, soul, and spirit? I mean, I I don't... 
I wish I didn't have to do this. I wish I didn't have to re- report on this type of information, but it's all factual. It's, I mean, you just check it out. I mean, I give you all the links you can explore this stuff with. I don't ever tell anybody to take my word for this stuff. Do your own research. But i got to let people know. So, going further, America was once founded on the ideas of opportunity and hard work. Uh, that that's supposed to pay off. People who invest in their small businesses and grow them should be rewarded, not punished. But now, thanks to the U.S. Congress and the Food Safety Modernization Act, small farmers who find even a little bit of success selling food because $500,000 worth of food is still a very small-scale operation, and the actual profit on that might be only $50,000 for a full year of work, those people are about to find themselves punished for being successful. So much for the free enterprise in America. So much for local food production. Watch for food prices to skyrocket in the coming years. And watch as America's local food security collapses under the iron fist of the FDA, the Federal Death Agency, driving small farmers out of business. See, they want to drive all the little guys and all the organic farmers, whether they actually farm the land or actually raise cows, or whether they they have dairy, whatever they want. They want to force all of them regulate them right out of business. They know that they don't have the deep pockets like Monsanto or ConAgra or whoever has. And they're the ones that are going to be targeted. They're the ones, they're one of the few things left in America that can supply good, wholesome food. And therefore they have to be eliminated. Now again, I don't say all this so we can just sit here and wring our hands about it. These are specific. You could literally make this 19-point teaching a prayer list or part of, of a prayer and fasting session even, if you so felt led. I mean, this is pure evil, you have to admit. But how little prayer do you think is actually going up regarding these issues? And, and again... I would point the first finger at myself about praying specifically for these specific issues. But they are things that we can pray for. For God's justice regarding these, like we talked about last week. For his, his, the, the ordinances of justice to be applied. For his truth to come out regarding this. For blind eyes to be opened. And, and for his judgment on this wickedness. His righteousness judgment, to cry out for justice and truth and righteous judgment. These are things God loves to see of his people. And again, we got into some of those verses last week, and I could probably give you about a hundred more biblically relevant verses where we have an example of that. I believe because there's so little prayer that's went, went up regarding these issues because people haven't even known to pray about this. I believe that's one of the reasons that it is so bad. And obviously, yes, God's judgment on America. I mean, the homosexuality, bisexual, transgender thing going rampant. The 50 million plus uh, babies, the innocent blood crying out from the land. I mean, you could go on and on and on. Uh, But this is a, uh, this is pure evil. And uh, I I do think that it it merits our, our prayers, regarding these specific matters. So let's go further here. Uh, So much for free enterprise in America. 
Okay, we already read that. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's what the empire wants. In other words, they want to drive all the small farmers out of business. That's what they want, of course. Complete control over the food production so that people are forced to buy their food from the sources big government tells them to. Those monopolistic sources are, of course, the powerful centralized megacorporations planting GMO crops and spraying them with chemical pesticides. Thanks to SFSMA, we are now living, which is that Food Modernization Act bill, thanks to that, we are now living under a bona fide system of food fascism. But don't take my word for it. Ask the farmers for yourself. That's what I've been doing. And their answers reveal very disturbing truth. America's food security is heading, is headed south. Watch my interview with the farmer, with farmers here. And I give you the link there. You can watch this interview. Now, the next part is this decision about, that you might have heard recently from good old Judge Patrick Fielder's decision to farm in the Farm to Consumer Legal Defense Fund versus Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, September 9th, 2011. Did you hear about that? Where the judge says we have no right to decide what we eat without permission from the state. Did you hear about that? This judge in Wisconsin? Here's what he basically said. Wisconsin rights now with Wisconsin residents now officially, not to say that they're actively implementing this right this second. Okay, but it has been ruled on, according to this black-robed devil judge that ruled on it. According to this judge, according to this court decision, now Wisconsin residents, quote, do not have a fundamental right to own and use a dairy cow or a dairy herd, do not have a fundamental right to consume the milk from their own cow, do not have a fundamental right to board their cow at a farm or a farmer, uh, at, at a farm of a farmer, in other words, board their cow, like, you know, have your cow there and have the farmer uh, milk your cow. They also do not have a fundamental right to produce and consume foods of their own choice. And they cannot enter private contracts without state police power intervention. Well, this is another guy. Sold a soul to Satan. Whether, whether he's aware of it or not, I don't know. <laughs> this devil judge that we just talked about, he's already stepped down and agreed to work for Monsanto. Monsanto, you know, probably has their feelers out and they're thinking, hey, I wonder if there's any uh, new talent out there and anybody that we see really sold, sold out to Satan. And they're probably always on the lookout for that. And this guy's already stepped down and, and started to work for Monsanto. How fitting. How fitting. I mean, this is just unbelievably horrific news, but again, it's it's the truth. Next article. Is the government stockpiling food to prepare for a major forthcoming crisis? Uh, is, is the U.S. government stockpiling huge amounts of food and supplies in anticipation that something bad is about to happen? Is something about to cause a major economic crisis that will require large quantities of emergency food? This morning, I received a call from a very prominent person in a food storable food industry. Now, this is the man writing the article. When I talked to him today, he had just received a huge order for storable food from the U.S. government source. Now, I've reported on this many times in the last year even, how the government is buying up, they're going into these, these companies that make storable long-term foods, and they're buying them up and out. Okay, So, here's another report of that. 
he had just taken a huge order for storable food from a U.S. government source. He told me that the dollar amount of the order was five figures. When he asked about why so much food was being ordered, the government source told him essentially because that, quote, because of what is coming. I mean, that's comforting. See, they know. The government knows. And they're preparing. They're preparing. Which is more than most of us are doing. And I don't mean to indict my listeners. I mean most of, of uh, in, in general, Americans. Most Americans aren't doing anything. You know? They're, they're living basically paycheck to paycheck and they've got nothing. They, they, they're, they're doing nothing preparatory at all. Okay? And listen, if you're in that situation, I'm not meaning to like condemn you. Okay? But again, if this is the first time you're hearing this information, now you're becoming informed, which is a good thing. It's not a negative thing. You know, it's a good thing. Just, if you're not sure what to do, pray and fast. Get in the Word of God. Pray and fast about it. See where the Lord would lead you. I know I'm not giving you the wrong advice telling you to do that. Okay? So, the truth is that the government is taking emergency preparedness very seriously these days. For example, you can see a video of a high-level NASA official urging NASA employees to develop preparedness plans for their own families right here. And there's a link there you can click on. But what if this is a sign of something much bigger? Okay, so there's there's another thing to think about. Okay, 15th point, the smart grid and smart meters, which I have, I sent out a dedicated email about this not too long ago. Um, I have some listeners that are being greatly affected, greatly and gravely affected by these smart meters. They can't get any sleep at night. Uh, they're, um, it, these things just totally destroy sleep patterns. They irradiate you, uh, to a huge degree with these microwave energy. And if everybody around you is using them, you're getting irradiated from like umpteen angles. It's horrific. Now, is like when I go to bed, I always unplug my Wi-Fi. Which is what we should all be doing. This is I'm, I never said that before, but it is good to do. Unplug your Wi-Fi. That's one less way you're not getting irradiated. If you have Wi-Fi, meaning the antenna where you can take your laptop to any part of the house and still get connection, as opposed to being hardwired, which actually, from a radiation standpoint, is much healthier. Um, hardwiring, but Wi-Fi is you should unplug that whenever you're not using your computers. Uh, really ideal. And there are remedies for a lot of the different radiation things. I've told you about the Green 8 thing you can buy for your phone. I really believe that works. I know that my head used to heat up using a cell phone before, how your ear heats up. It's been proven that that causes brain tumors. That's another way they're trying to kill us. Cell phones. Could be another point here. But the Green 8, it's called a Green 8. Just do a keyword search for it. It's pricey, it's like 30 bucks, but I'm telling you, they work. It doesn't stop the radiation, but it, it, it I don't know, it, 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 I don't know, organizes it, I forget exactly how it works, but if you go up there to their website, you'll see. And those things work, it's, a, it's something little that you can do that can make a big impact, particularly if you're on your cell phone a lot, and these smartphones are even giving off more radiation. Uh, you can also look into, it's called grounding. Um, 
earthing. And again, I don't think that's New Age. I think it's I think it's something that God put here. And yes, a lot of New Agers may gravitate toward it, but I, in and of itself, do not think that it's New Age. It's it's called earthing or grounding, and it's just physiological. It's not uh, New Age. That's another thing that you can do. I've got an earthing pad under my feet. Of course, I'm wearing shoes right now, so it doesn't really benefit me. But earthing is good. Uh, I'm trying to think of ways that you can, you know, protect yourself from radiation. I know that if you go up on the internet and you can, like, smart meters, there are some videos up on YouTube that show you how to shield yourself from the radiation. The only, and it's from the actual meter on your house. problem with that is that if all your neighbors have them, it's going right through your walls. So I've even seen these things where they're almost like shrouds that go over your bed that actually block radiation, okay? Um, I don't, again, these are things you're going to have to do your own research on. I don't have all the answers, okay? I can usually point somebody in the right direction, but these are things that you can do that can block a lot of the harmful radiation that we're being bombarded with. I mean, cell phone towers, AM, FM, they're doing HARP, they're doing scalier, all kind of stuff like that. Again, these are all specific things we can pray about, HARP, scalier, you know. God can protect you from these things. I also believe that, but most people don't even know it's a problem. And this is another way that they're killing us. Electromagnetic pollution is what it boils down to. Can't see it. It's so insidious. And some people are much more uh, sensitive than others. Some people can go through and they don't seem as though they're infected. But everybody has their weak links in their chain. Physically. Okay? We all have our weak and our strong points. I, I really believe almost body, soul, and spirit. And particularly bodily. We have weak and strong points. Okay? And Satan knows your weakest link. And he, that's where he's always going to try to attack you. And I think that, like I said, a lot of this stuff is cumulative. Meaning, okay, if you combine the, I mean, my word, chemtrails and fracking and cell phones and electromagnetic pollution and harp and scalar and, and aspartame and all these things that we've mentioned, okay, you may be very hardy resisting half of those. But maybe the other half, or maybe one or two, you, your body physiologically is not really designed to be able to stand up to very well. And that's why another reason I believe that Satan has chosen this route. Not only is it much more subtle, but he knows that overall, you're not going to be able to resist all these ways. Your body is not going to be able to be hardy every single way that he's trying to kill us through all this draconian garbage that I'm having to report on. So, again, uh, I wish it were simpler than this. I wish it wasn't so complicated. I wish it wasn't so insidious. So, I mean, it, it's just so vast. All the ways they're trying to take us out. But unfortunately, it is. And I'm just here to try to arm you with wisdom, knowledge, understanding... And, again, if you're unsure about what to do, take it to the Lord. Get on your knees. Pray fast. Get in the Word of God. And, you know, remember, the fear of man bringeth a snare. So I'm not here to instill the fear of man in you. I want you to have the fear of God. But for you to be educated and for you to have this wisdom, and that's so that you can ultimately uh, possibly help other people, and then, most importantly, 
potentially use that as a door to lead them to the Lord Jesus Christ, because that's what it's really all about. So, the smart grid and smart meters, as if electromagnetic frequencies from cell phones, cell towers, microwave ovens, oh, that's a whole other subject, microwave ovens. I don't have one. I don't use them. I haven't used them for years. They're death. They are death. They destroy your food. They change it on on almost an atomic level. Even water that you boil in it. It They are horrific. You should not be using them. I I don't even think they're legal in Russia. They're, they're, They're horrifically bad for you. And again, just do a keyword search for microwave ovens. Uh, online, uh, I don't know, warning, like microwave ovens, warning, detrimental, uh, side effects, I don't know. You'll find it. You'll find the information there. Uh, Then it goes on to say HD TVs, Wi-Fi signals, medical CT scans, um, x-rays, airport scanners. We've reported on that quite a bit, all the radiation you can get from those... uh, uh, airport scanners. Uh, if it wasn't all that enough to fry us, now we get to have to go to the new and improved electrical grid along with the deadly smart meters that go with them. Here's another gift from the powers that be money grabbers who have nothing to do, nothing but their own agenda in mind. No wonder that the corporations who are going to be bidding for a piece of the action dare not bring up the issue of safety. This may finally be the wake-up call for all the people who refuse to believe the government has anything but their best interests at heart. Once again, our dependence on electricity will be used to hold us hostage and to make us comply with something that very well may kill us. Not to mention that smart meters are a complete invasion of your privacy and a way for Big Brother to keep track of your every move and even control your appliances remotely if they want. These smart meters actually, with modern appliances... They will actually communicate with them, monitoring usage, monitoring, I mean, everything that you're doing will be monitored with them. And particularly if you have if you have upgraded, and I don't, I don't mean that in a good way, but uh, modern day appliances. Just like the cars are getting like we went over previously with the GPS and the OnStar and all that stuff that's built into the cars now, so many of them. Same thing now with the appliances. They want to make everything a total control grid. This is like Hitler's... I mean, if this is like... would be like his dream to be able to have had all this technology at his disposal. So, uh, let's see here. Okay, so Big Brother wants to keep track of you uh, and your every move, and to control your appliances remotely if they want. Please read up on the subject before they come to your town and alert your neighbors. The meters will be spewing strong pulses of microwave energy all through the environment, your home, and everybody in it, and then returning the signal to a receiver up to two miles away. It's got to be pretty powerful to do that. Even if you didn't have one, don't worry. You'll be treated um, to all your neighbors' uh, microwave signals as well, right through your walls. And again, the only way I know of to really do that to, to, would be like to literally have your walls. But you'd almost have to have your roof too. That's why I'm saying I, I have seen these things that are like some type of metallic material you can put over your bed at night like a canopy and you sleep under it and it literally blocks out all of the electromagnetic stuff. And it might make a big difference for somebody that's being adversely affected by one of these. 
And I think one of my listeners, uh, Michelle, um, I don't know if I mentioned that to her. So, Michelle, I, I'm, I'm sure you're listening to this. That might be something you want to... I just don't know. I forget where those shrouds might be available. And I know they're not really super cheap, but then again, I don't think they're really that super expensive either. And it might make the difference between somebody being able to actually get a decent night's rest. Um, I, I haven't been able to sleep right for I don't know how many years. <laughs> That's my one big problem. My sleeping patterns are so messed up. I'm so off kilter with that. And some of it has to do with the only time I can really get a lot of work done is really late at night because it's the one time I'm not being bombarded by emails and questions and stuff. So I end up having to get actually work done really late, and I end up having really messed up sleeping patterns. But I also believe it's due in large part to all of this electromagnetic pollution. And a lot of people are having are having issues with that. And um, I believe it's having messing, all this electromagnetic pollution is messing with the serotonin and the melatonin, um, uh, production in the body and the pineal gland, which has a lot to do with sleep cycles and things of that nature. So uh, it's a very complex problem, I believe. So let's go further here. Uh, your utilities talking point will be that they are no more dangerous than a cell phone. What a lie from the pit of hell that is. Or that it only pulses twice a day. And these are all outright lies. Apparently, they haven't been keeping up with their own propaganda scheme. Even the World Health Organization is finally admitting that cell phones do cause cancerous tumors. Another case of hiding the truth. I even saw one of the first cases that ever, where they ever turned around and sued the cell phone company. The, it was, a, I think, a lady. And literally, the tumor was in the exact shape as the cell phone antenna, which is where the absolute vast majority or total majority of the actual radiation emits from the actual antenna. You could li- the tumor was in the exact shape of it because she had had it pressed against her head for so long. And that was, that was actually the shape of the tumor. So anyway, uh, and according to Dr. Bill Deagle, who has been testing the smart meter, it's been putting out 100 times the EMF of a cell phone. So it's only 100 times the electromagnetic frequencies of a cell phone, which causes brain cancer. I wonder how long it will take to kill people who are unfortunate enough to live in multifamily dwellings or live with a meter bank containing hundreds of meters and a short distance from their home. Don't think that our government knows exactly what they're doing to us. The military has studied this technology extensively. The meters have not even been approved by UL. Uh, and you need to get a subpoena to get safety rating records from the utility company. The meters have been catching on fire and may have been the cause of the gas line explosion in San Diego that took eight lives and 47 homes a few months ago. Federal investigators said they were not going to investigate if the meter was the cause because, quote, because the meter did not cause the explosion. Yeah, that's, that's really good logic, you know. We're not going to investigate because it didn't cause it. Oh, that's good. So you've already drawn your conclusion before you've even investigated it. That's the height of insanity. But again, it's just like the EPA. They allow all the stuff that we just cited, all of this horrifically evil stuff that's killing us, that's all allowed. Hopefully, it's so flagrantly in your face obvious now, if there was ever any doubt that the government on so many, the, the, the elite, the government, the New World Order, whatever you want to call it, on so many levels are trying to kill us. It's very extremely calculated and well thought out. 
and literally billions upon billions upon billions of dollars behind this projected genocide of humanity. Let's go further. They don't look for things they don't want to find, is, is the whole thing there. The utility commissioners and the utility companies are playing extreme hardball with people who do not want to be microwaved in their homes. Uh, Debbie Kidd, um, she had um, an article, she has a website, Debbie Kidd, uh, D-E-E-V-Y-K-I-D-D, if you do a keyword search. She's been in an ongoing battle regarding, uh, I believe, protesting them not installing one of these on her house. Again, if she lives in a neighborhood where everybody else has got them, though, she's still getting the microwaves. Maybe not to the intensity level if she had one installed on her house, but, you know, the thing is, is if enough people know about this type of information, there's enough public backlash, they, a lot of times, these the, the powers that be have to kind of backpedal and they have to try a different tact. But if there's no outcry at all, if there's no prayer going up, which is, I think, the most important thing, they just they just implement these things unchecked. Uh, judging by Dr. Deagle's own testing of his smart meter, it's obvious that any test results provided by the industry claiming the meters are completely safe are fraudulent. Further, they do admit that there has been no long-term testing, but you'll need a subpoena to see their safety data. These meters are within the FCC guidelines, they say, Another alphabet agency, I guess cell phones are too. Although the radio frequency levels they put out have just been listed as carcinogenic. Isn't that great? The government has offered bribe money to the states, utilities, and the utility commissioners, commissions, which came from us in the form of stimulus money, to institute this program. Then we'll pay for it again to reimburse the utility along with a fair profit by paying much higher tax rates. It's not mandated by law, but if you refuse them permission to install the meter, they will come back and install it anyway and say you have no choice, or they'll threaten to turn your power off completely. They thought that they could pass this one off by saying it will save us money, conserve energy, and save the earth. But people are catching on to this one and the lawsuits are already underway, which is good. Uh, but how many judges do you trust these days? <laughs> Look at what that one judge just did up in Wisconsin. He turned around and went to work for Monsanto right afterward. Well, you know, I guess, hey, if you're going to serve Satan and sell out for Satan, you might as well go all the way. You know, you might as well, you know, not make any bones about it. Let there be no doubt who you serve, you know. So he he, he absolutely did that. Uh, let's see here. Act now and get your city to ban them. Hey, I'm seeing some good positive things with the fluoride we reported on last week. There's been city after city after city now taking that poisonous garbage out of the water supply. <laughs> one of the again, one of the many ways they're trying. To, they've tried to take us out. Every cell in our body has an, an electrical biology, and unless you aren't human, you will be damaged. Which is true. We are electrical. The impulses that start from the brain go down the spinal column in, in um, you know, there's 24 vertebrae in the spine. Each one of them has a, spare of ner- a pair of nerves that essentially is uh, from the brain, okay? Nerve conduction from the brain and tells your organs and all the tissues of the body how to perform, what to do. You know, continual impulses going to the heart, continual impulses going to the kidney. And, and you know, if you interfere with that system... You're going to interfere with every aspect of the body 
functioning properly. And again, it's all by design. Uh, it's the modern day version of the gas chamber, but the chamber this time happens to be in your own home. And that's the, the part of that. Now, I, I had a listener send me this week on, um, oh, it was it was a one of these uh, blueprints for like a Tesla motor you can build. Nikola Tesla, uh, who was brilliant. I also believe he was an occultist, but uh, a lot of this technology regarding things like free energy, a, a lot of that's been proven, you know, 100 years ago. But it was all suppressed at the time of discovery or shortly thereafter. The, the whole thing applies to, you know, like waters, or cars that can run off water. The guy that invented that car that ran off water, they killed him. Um, these inventors that invent this stuff, they're, they're either bought off or killed. But supposedly now, up on the internet, there's blueprints for Tesla motors where you can, you know, they're claiming you can, like, reduce your power bill or eliminate totally and all this other stuff. I'm very, very skeptical, obviously. Not to say the technology doesn't exist. But if you could find a way to get off the grid more efficiently than you could do... Yeah, you could do it with solar, but it's going to cost you, I mean, huge amounts of money in order to do it. And solar is very expensive, and if you're looking at actually powering something, it takes a lot of panels to actually power, uh, you know, even a, an RV or something like that. I mean, you can't even run, think about running AC off it or anything like that. Not to say AC would be... You know, you had to have that, but I'm just saying, it just has its limitations. Uh, but this is something I'm very interested in, but I just haven't seen any real good, provable things out there. I think that things that are discovered are suppressed right away. They're still being suppressed. So, maybe something, you know, if you run across or think about or know about, just let me know. So, Unending Wars was the next point. Point number 16. Uh, let's see here. Uh, mothers of soldiers, look up Gulf War Syndrome. Okay, now what you really need to do is watch Beyond Treason. Beyond Treason, Depleted Uranium and Anthrax Vaccines, the full film. I give you the link here, you can watch it. Okay, look up Gulf War Syndrome. And you don't even, you can look that up on YouTube or the internet, but just just click on Beyond Treason, the little link I've already provided you here on page uh, 11. And uh, <laughs> you'll get your boat loaded. They are guinea pigs for every imaginable vaccine and, and unwitting victims of America's own weapon of mass destruction called depleted uranium. The uh, Gulf War veterans and people over in the Middle East in general right now. They tip the ballistics with depleted uranium, which when it hits its target, atomizes. It's radioactive. It gets into this microfine particles, it, it, it essentially gets into every cell of our bodies and the people that live there, causes massive deformities of the babies, it causes massive physical problems with the troops, they bring it home, they literally infect their wives, their children are many times deformed, they, the, uh, they can't get any real remedy from the VA hospital. It, it's, it's a gigantic, huge problem. I've talked to people before that come home from being deployed, and I mean, they are just pitiful. Uh, it's sad. 
It's really sad. And that's just a gigantically huge problem that you see nothing about on the news. Nothing. So, they're vaccinated to the gills. They are, they're experimented on. They're um, exposed to depleted uranium if they're, if they're actually using that type of ballistics or if they're over there in the Middle East because the depleted uranium has a half-life of like, you know, millions of years. So, if it's over there, it's over there and they're inhaling it and all the people are being decimated from it as well. So the next time someone asks our sons and daughters if they're defending our freedom, remind them of the black SUVs and SWAT team raids on the Amish farmers for selling, you know, raw milk. Or the 630 citizen deaths by cop tasers. Or the no warrant, no knock raids on homes of innocent people. Or the ongoing sexual assaults and full body radiation slash pornographic body scanners used at the airports by TSA just because people want to visit their families in another state. Those are just a few points. You know, defending our freedom? <laughs> I'm not knocking people that sign up to try to serve our country and their hearts in the right place. I'm not knocking them. I love veterans and, and, and you know, I see them and I have a huge soft spot in my heart for, for them. And, and it's just that they're not getting the full story. You know, and again, watch just this one thing, and, and, and that's just one thing about what's really going on, the Beyond Treason link. Uh, I know our young people sign up out of financial desperation and perceived patriotism. Once they sign up, they're compelled to follow orders. And you don't have any choice as far as the vaccinations go. The vaccination issue just alone, they, they can. They've got an executive order where they, Clinton put into motion, I have this on the avian flu presentation, I'll give you the exact executive order, where the troops are mandated to take any vaccine given them and they don't have to tell them what's in it. And there's no right that they have to refuse. I mean, if you join up to the military, they own you lock, stock, and barrel. And there's video after video you can see of men and women that have went in there and they've got their vaccinations and they're just like, they're either dead now or they're absolutely physically totally debilitated. And it was in short proximity after receiving these vaccines. Many of them are experimental. Good old vaccines, you just can't get enough of them, you know. I'll tell you. Now, if you want to know more about the vaccines, I covered that in depth uh, last week and the week before that, in the teaching that we've done. So, it's now apparent to the entire world that they are not fighting for our country, but for the agenda of the cabal of elites who want to own it all, including you. We need the military to defend us right here at home from the enemies within and outside the enemies who are fomented by our government lies. Yeah, because they're the real enemy. Our own government. Number 17. The point number 17, Obamacare. Written by the insurance companies, it will be the perfect covert plan to eliminate all the, quote, useless eaters and save the government from paying all of us the pesky baby boomers our social security. Now, I've, I've had first-hand experiences of this already, because my mom and dad were baby boomers. They both died within a year of one another. Now, you can hear my testimonies about them, how they got saved, um, you know, through, really, the severity of God, but they did get saved. Um, you can key in my dad's recent passing, or my mom's recent passing, or m- mom or dad, or whatever, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Uh, but the fact remains is that my dad, my mom had actually paid more into Social Security 
than my dad. And my mom works at like the phone company for like, oh my word, 35 years or something. Real reliable, you know. My dad dies. They don't pay her. They paid her like 100 bucks or 200 bucks or something. My dad paid into that for a long time as well. All of that was gone when he died. Even though my mom really could have used that extra money. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's all gone. We, it's because we say so. We want you baby boomers to die. We don't want to have to pay. Social Security is as good as bankrupt anyway. And we're going to try to wiggle out of every possible way we can. So you pay into this system for all these years, and you think you're going to get out of it, and you won't because many times you're not going to be around to even collect. So my dad dies, and they tell her because my mom had paid into Social Security more, she wasn't eligible to get any more of my dad's. Now, I guess if she had died, my dad would be eligible because she had paid in more. I don't know. Who knows? There'd probably have a loophole there, too. And my mom, who had paid in it for 35 years, only really got to collect on it for like a year and a half or something before she passed away. And that was it. All the money that they had both paid into it was all gone. That's what they want to happen. That's what the government has designed to happen. So I had first-hand dealings with them already. Trying to get disability for my mom, who was in terminal end-stage cancer, was like, you know, you wouldn't believe how many hoops I had to jump through. And, and just the inefficiency of the Social Security system. It, it, it's just, oh my word, it was horrific trying to deal with them. So, I have nothing, you know good to say about Social Security whatsoever from the little bit of experience I've had just seeing what happened with my mom and dad when they died. And again, all by design. So it won't be hard since while they're adding 30 million people into the system, 60% of the doctors we have will be long gone. Why? Because they're going to quit. Now, I've been at meetings getting continuing education credits with MDs um, because we all have to have continuing education credits to maintain our licenses in whatever state we practice in. And I remember the, one of the last ones I was at, I, there was MDs there, and they were saying, when this Obamacare kicks in, we're out of here. We're done. We're retiring. It's, it's over. We're not working for slave uh, wages. You know, having to see umpteen people per day and, and making a third of the money or whatever it would be. So... Uh, these doctors want nothing to do with it. Every, everyone knows that the medical system is in meltdown as we speak anyway. One of my favorite parts of this travesty is the rule that if you are not up to date on your vaccines, you won't get care. I got an article today about how the schools are in bed with the government, and the government, if, you, if, the, if they're not like 90% compliant on their vaccination rates per school, that the government starts to cut funding for that school, so that this is one of the reasons the schools are so compelled to force the vaccination issues, because they have to have like 90, at least 90% compliance to make Big Brother happy. You have CVS encouraging the flu shots now. Uh, and, and giving their employees incentives and giving their their employees will make bonuses and things like this for, for however many people that they you know, coerce into getting these death, devil, satanic flu shots. It's always, always, seems to always boil back to the money. The love of money is the root of all evil. So, you know, that's the way it goes, unfortunately. So, going further, 
everyone knows that the medical system is a meltdown. Uh, one of my favorite parts of this tragedy, tragedy or travesty is, again, that not, not up to date on your vaccines, you won't get care. It's such a fabulous law that the scum who voted for it made themselves and their staff exempt from it. Make your doctor's appointments now. Most of the doctors, Dr. Oz, you know, Oprah's doctor, he, he didn't get flu shot, nor, nor did he get it for his family. Ask him if he if he makes house calls to jail, since that's where you'll be put if you can't afford Obamacare. <laughs> well, that's what it says, you know. Basically, if you if you you know you got to get it. Well, they're just gonna have to put me in jail. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine them trying to really fully implement that? I mean, with the economy that the way it is now, and things of this nature. I mean, I have like a small. Uh, type of policy, you know, but it wouldn't, I'm sure it wouldn't apply or be good enough for whatever, for Obamacare. You know, it's just, it's insanity. Next article, uh, let's see, Orrin Hatch, Obamacare regulation would force religious employers to provide abortifactants. This is, this will warm the cockles of your heart. This is from October 12th. Senator Orrin Hatch of Utah said Tuesday that a regulation that a regulation the Obama administration has proposed under the new health care law enacted last year would require religious employers to provide their workers with abortifactants, which are drugs that kill an unborn child. Religious employers. These are people that would call themselves a Christian. Okay? Or maybe, in this case, a Catholic or whatever. Okay. He also said that what is perceived as Obamacare's threat to individual liberty was, quote, one of the most serious issues we've seen in the history of this republic. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops came out recently and made the statement that Health and Human Services Secretary Kathleen Sebelis' proposed regulations that would require all health plans to cover sterilizations and all FDA-approved contraceptions that even include abortions. They claim it was an unprecedented attack on religious liberty. Notice how Obamacare seems to be very fixated on killing little innocent babies and forcing that on all of us. So again, it would force religious employers to provide abortifactants. Where, where do you... See, every one of us pretty much will be put in some position in the near future where we're going to have to make a decision. Like the guy, my, my listener last week that I read... You know, that article about him refusing to take the flu shot. It's coming to a, a scenario near you. We're all going to be put in that those positions, most likely. One way or another, you just got to have the faith to believe God can provide. You got to do the right thing. You know, if you're doing the right thing, you leave the rest to God. But if you, do, if you capitulate and you give in and you do the wrong thing, don't expect God to intervene on your behalf. You can't have it both ways. You, you just can't. I'm sorry. Let's go further. Undercover call reveals Medicaid pays for $9,000 late-term abortions with our tax dollars. This is all under this heading. That's why I'm reading this. This is by, written by Operation Rescue. Uh, this is from October 12th. Albuquerque, New Mexico, as debate over tax funding of abortions in Obamacare is scheduled in Washington, D.C. for Thursday, an investigation conducted by Operation Rescue and Project Defending Life, I 
pro-life organizations here, shows millions of tax dollars are already paying for abortions each year. Operation Rescue has revealed a short video containing excerpts from an undercover recording showing that Medicaid pays not only for abortions, but completely covers third trimester abortions for no medical reason whatsoever. Those are the partial birth abortions where they deliver the baby into the birthing canal and they put those scissors through the back of their baby's head and suck the brains out. That's a partial birth abortion. That's what good old Medicaid pays for. Again, might be something you want to think about putting on your prayer list. They, and, and they pay up to $9,000 for one of those, those evil satanic procedures. 9000 bucks Medicaid. Our tax dollars at work. The caller identified herself as having a healthy pregnancy in the 26th week of gestation to a Southwestern Women's Option employee named Sue. She told Sue that the reason she wanted to have an abortion was because her husband had just lost his job. Quote, it's shocking that our tax dollars would pay $9,000 for a third trimester abortion simply because of a lost job. The vast majority of American people strongly object to their tax money being used this way said Operation Rescue President Troy Newman. Operation Rescue has identified 15 states where Medicaid pays, where Medicaid funds to pay for abortions. Those states are Alaska, California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Montana, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Vermont, Washington, and West Virginia. These undercover call or phone abortion clinics in 12 of those states, and in every case was told that Medicaid would pay for these abortions. Unbelievable. Okay, let's go to the next point, which is weather modification, number 18. We're almost to the end, but we're a good five pages away from the end of this. But uh, others, okay, this is a quote by, and I've said this on my avian flu presentation, um, 1997, U.S. Secretary of Defense William Cohen. Not exactly, you know, somebody that doesn't have credentials making this quote. Secretary of Defense William Cohen, 1997 this was said. Quote, others are engaging in an even ecotype of terrorism, whereby which they can alter the climate, set off earthquakes, volcanoes, remotely, through the use of electromagnetic waves like Harp and Scalier and who knows what else. So, there are plenty of ingenious minds out there that are at work finding out ways in which they can wreak terror over other nations. Well, I'm sure our nation would never do that, particularly in light of what we just covered. I mean, they're peers that driven snow. Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, you know what I mean? Anyway, he goes on to say, it's real. And that's the reason why we have to intensify our efforts, and that's why this is so important. End of quote. And again, guaranteed, they're so guilty of the very thing he's saying. Senator Claiborne Pell several years ago had been quoted in a news story in which he had said, quote, Now that we can control the weather, and this is Senator Claiborne Pell, I have this quote in the Avion Flu presentation, Avion Flu Killer of Millions, you can still have to go up to Prophecy Club, uh, Prophecy Club website and find the DVD if you want to watch. It's from 06, but it's still as applicable today as it is, as it was when I did it in 06, but anyway. Um, now that we can control the weather, create earthquakes and tidal waves, and use it as a weapon of war, 
we need to do a treaty. In other words, we need to do a treaty with other nations so that we can keep each other in check. Russia and the United States have worked together hand-in-hand for 20 years in developing weather control. I'm sure the ruling cabal has has unlimited funds to invest in it, and the Navy says they'll, they'll own the weather by 2025. We have... We keep having rare, deadly, once every 100 year drought, floods, earthquakes, temperatures, and snowfalls, so I'm really suspicious about it this year. We've had more cataclysmic weather events this year in the United States than I believe has ever been on record. Particularly in the earlier part of this year, with just, I've mentioned this in previous teachings. Now, not to say that couldn't be God's judgment as well. How much of it's actually weather manipulation? How much of it's God's judgment? I don't know. That's. God knows that. I don't know. But we do have that ability. And we've had it since the early 70s. Bare minimum. In that Avion Flu presentation, I quote how the the legislation going all the way back to the early 70s where they admitted they had this technology. It appears they may own the weather now, though. Uh, It seems to add up to broke farmers... Food shortages and sky-high prices. See how they can use weather manipulation to drive all the farmers out of business, too? Our government signed on to the UN Treaty that prohibits all countries from using weather weapons. So our leaders promptly privatized the U.S. Weather Bureau and created numerous front companies that carry out plans for them anyway. Again, I do go into this much more in detail in the PowerPoint presentation um, on the avian flu stuff. And it's it's in the 19-part teaching I did also online. You can go up to uh, YouTube and can... Uh, Scott Johnson or Dr. Scott Johnson in like Avion flu, and you'll see it. The 19-part teaching, I have a whole section on how they can control the weather. I mean, it's proven. It's all their stuff. It's all what they've admitted to. Okay, and then... Oh, 19th point. And then we're going to do a bonus section after this on good old Susan G. Komen Foundation. One of my favorite subjects, particularly in the month of October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We're going to get into that next. But the 19th point is financial collapse, depression. Many, many people died during the 1930s depression. And coincidentally, one of the most telling discoveries were the thousands of coffins piled up that Jesse Ventura showed on his show, uh, True TV. Now, I've seen those before. They're outside of, or near the uh, main airport in Atlanta. And uh, those were coffins. We've even found the website where basically they're sold and you can put, you know, depending on how big the bodies are, three, four bodies in each coffin. And then they can be put into an incinerator and burned or, I guess, buried. I don't know. It'd probably be better if they put them in an incinerator because, you know, they could uh, uh, they could dispose of them more efficiently. I don't know. But, yeah, thousands and thousands and thousands. I mean, he documented it on his show. Uh, that show was never aired again and it was removed altogether from True TV website and the internet. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I don't know whether people have tried to put it up again and, you know. Are the coffins for the masses of people who will die during the Great Depression? Well, the Great Depression, I think it would be more an avian flu-like pandemic stage, just like they did in 1918, 1919. Now, again... I'm not going to go down that road again. I I covered it in depth in that 19-part teaching that I just mentioned on the avian flu. You can get it online. If you want to see the um, actual presentation I did in Topeka, Kansas for the Prophecy Club, you can go buy the DVD at the Prophecy Club. But either way, if you're not familiar with that subject, you might want to invest some time in that because that's a, 
I cover so many different aspects of that um, subject that it is it is good to be educated about. Anyway, if if they are in case of a big natural disaster, wouldn't the government just say so? Um, in other words, these coffins. Instead, they removed the evidence from view. In other words, they got they they took the coffins and they moved it. To, they moved them to some other site. Once the show aired on True TV, in detective terms, they call that conscientious consciousness of guilt. Please print out this article and give it to as many people as you care about. If they are still sleeping, but have any survival instinct left, maybe this will shake them awake. Yeah, you could print out the. You'd have to print out all. <laughs> if you had to print out this whole PDF teaching, I mean, I had 18 pages today, 15 pages last week, and I think 15 pages the week before, so you, you go through a lot of paper and a lot of ink, but um, I like to do things via email. I used to do a lot of printing, but man, does that get expensive. And um, I just can't afford to, I mean, with the cartridges the way they are, I, I can reach a lot more people via the internet than I ever could. And the thing is, is the one thing you don't know is most of the time, this is going to not have a very good reception. And you give it to somebody, it's just a waste of paper and ink. And that seriously can add up to a lot of money if you're pr- doing a lot of printing. Uh, sometimes that's the only option. Sometimes somebody might not have access to the internet. Um, they may not, they may be housebound and, and, and they can only read an article. So, you know, whatever, however the Lord leads you in that regard. Now, the last thing I'm going to cover here, and I guess I should, yeah, I got like five pages on this, so I'm going to go ahead and end part, this is actually the 19 parts. I'm going to end part, uh, my word, it's nine, and we're going to go to part 10, which will be the last part, and it's just going to specifically be on good old Susan G. Komen uh, Foundation and the breast cancer subject. We're going to talk about mammograms, the whole nine yards, and... Um, We'll go ahead and cover that next, and that will be the, the last part of this, and then we'll, we'll proceed with uh, a new topic next week. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part 10.